Did you know that cheese can age differently depending on what type of music you expose it to? Today's episode is about that. Not cheese, episode pending, but music. I'm Joshua Schmitz. And I'm Asher Conlon. And this is The SchmitzCon Show. So as you heard, our episode today is about music. Oh, I thought it was about cheese. No, no, no. That that episode will be a sequel to this one. Uh, <laughs> a little fun fact, uh, to expound on what Asher was saying. Um, to expound. A team from Bern University of the Arts discovered that, um, that cheese has matured to the sound of... Cheese that has... Hip- Cheese that has matured to the sound of hip hop music for several months is tastier than cheese exposed to other music. So this is news to me. I'm actually <laughs> used to eating cheese that's been exposed to classical. So I'm not right. sure how the hip hop version will right. taste. I would like to try that sometime. Yes. Now more where about are cheese the, next time. Where <laughs> imagine that's your job. Joshua, what do you do? Uh, <laughs> I, I play, play music for cheese. I'm a cheese DJ. Cheese DJ. <laughs> You're listening to Cheese FM. Cheese FM. My favorite. Mm. All right. So today's episode, as mentioned, uh, is about music. So we're going to see how it goes. We said it would be a little bit more of an interesting episode as music isn't necessarily about behavior, but we're going to try it. Yeah. It's a little bit of a spinoff from what we typically do, just like our um, hobbies episode was slightly different. We've had a couple slightly different ones where it's not as like psychological behaviors right. or just normal behaviors but more uh, a side episode yeah Maybe a little bit more we should do some lighter from time to time yeah sure okay so my first question to you josh is why does music help moods i think there's something in music that is just like well back to psychological psychologically healthy or um, unhealthy, depending on what mood of music you're listening to, what genre. Um, we could talk like classical music. We could talk like um, like rap music. Any type of music that you listen to does play some effect. Does yeah have some effect on your mood in really any given situation. Sure, but why would it help your mood? Just as an example, like. Um, if it's like, if it's cheerful music that kind of like that you would associate with maybe with something bright, I think association is in there. Um, with that would be the case where music boosts your mood. Sure. Um, yeah, I would agree. I think music just helps your mood because it's a lot of it's just maybe distracting you from other things that are Mm. happening. That Um, too. It almost gives off like a an impression of the, you know, blue skies. or Yeah, it's like kind of a ghost or something of it. Hmm, So it's not the same, but it is, it's like a little sneak peek, and that can help help your mood if you're not in a good mood. Now, this is more of a, these are both intro questions, but um, I would also say, on the contrary, how can music hurt your mood? I think the same thing. It gives off the illusion of... Uh, gloomy, gloomy feelings that maybe you would, again, associate um, a song with a funeral that will 
tend to bring your mood down a little bit, make you uh, not as happy if we're talking mood like that. If you're talking just mood in general, um, music could give a false appearance and trick your mind essentially into thinking you're in a different scenario than you might be. Sure. Yeah, I think if you want to kind of take it further, you could say like um, <clears throat> associating the music with maybe negative events that have happened, but also the lyrics of it are very important. Mm. So if you have a song that's maybe discussing something that happened in your past that was negative or it's just explaining things you typically don't agree with, you probably won't enjoy listening to that music as much. Okay, yeah. That kind of leads into my question. And there's a lot to dissect here, so we'll see how we do with it. Is the enjoyment of music objective or subjective? And then I have a follow-up question for each of those. Can you explain to me objective and subjective? Objective is like it's the same no matter what. Like everyone is on board with the enjoyment of music. Everyone loves music. Or subjective meaning, yeah, by opinion. Some people, because of their opinion, they just, nah, music's not their thing. Like listening, listening-wise. Well, in my opinion, you're crazy if you like zero music. Okay. So <clears throat> I think most people as a whole enjoy music. So not we'll, everything, but everyone enjoys at least one form of music. So we'll then say that music is, the enjoyment of music is objective. Yes. Why does everybody enjoy music? Because um, even for, you know, maybe a crazy person, it can it usually improves your mood or it can help you um, maybe have more confidence. Uh, the noises it makes, like music is more than a noise that usually triggers an emotional kind of response, which we'll get into later. Um, but I think most people just enjoy music as a whole because as a society, we're brought up on it. I think pretty much every culture has some sort of music or singing. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's almost like asking... Um, you know, if it's this, if we associate this with food too, like mo I'm pretty sure everyone likes to eat something. Yeah. Like even like even if you're starving or like maybe a little sensitive topic, but if you're purposely starving yourself, when you do eat, it's probably something you don't completely hate. Yeah. There's I guess there's outliers for people who are like insane and like zero music. Same thing with food, but I'd say. Yeah. For the vast majority of the population, pretty much the whole population. So then why do people, why do different people like different types of music or different genres? Because each genre of music expresses maybe a different part of personality. Hmm. And since people's personality is different, we can associate certain music, certain genres with certain personalities. Maybe if you have a more aggressive personality or maybe like more fast pace, let's say, maybe you enjoy rap or metal or something or if you want to maybe work out right so when i'm exercising i don't listen to classical piano right like yes i could but fast-paced music puts me into a mindset of just like mm. moving faster that's also why studies have shown people tend to drive faster when they're listening to faster paced exciting music and it also hurts their reaction times because they're focused on mm. the music yeah uh, been there actually, but we don't have to talk about that. Um, yeah, Josh no longer owns a vehicle. 
I have one more question for you on this topic, and it's kind of like just me trying to figure out what you're saying and expounding on that. Yeah. So are there different types of... Does everybody like the same types of music? Maybe the different music brings out different things in people that they either do or don't like about themselves? I think most people... There's lots of similarities, but I can't say that for everyone. Okay. So I don't think everyone likes, like, has in common a favorite genre of music, um, because people are different. I I link music and personality fairly close. So um, let's say there's people who, there's definitely people who like metal and people who don't like metal, and even though there can be a person who likes classical music and metal, there's a person who might like metal and rock but not classical. So there's lots of like spin-offs, but not everyone likes at least one form. Can you repeat the question? I want to go a little further. So does everybody does everybody then like or like could anybody hate a genre of music then? Because it maybe why would they hate it? Because it would bring out different emotions inside of them or different Well, I think feelings, no one likes parts. no one likes to feel really sad or Maybe you do feel angry and you like it, but usually if we express negative emotion, we don't like things that will cause us to have that. Okay. Because, like, I'm just saying this as a whole. Negative emotion is negative emotion, so you're not going to be feeling positive when having negative emotion. That's true. So if a genre of music is causing you to feel negative emotion, um, but someone else is positive, the person who's feeling negative probably doesn't enjoy that. What's your spin on it? Uh, well, I think I'm most I agree with what you're saying. I'm just trying to figure out how to add what else I can add. Um, like, because you had mentioned something about how, like, everybody has something in them. Like, I'll just do an example. People who say they hate country. Why do they hate country? Like, what makes it? Well, like, as a country uh, hater. <laughs> I don't hate country. Right. Uh, I don't hate anything, really. I mean, there's... Well, I do hate some <laughs> things. Uh, I hate it when my coffee is not brewed in time. Or we can do an episode on hate later. Yeah. But that actually is not a bad idea. I'll write that down. <laughs> yes. So, as a person who doesn't enjoy country as their favorite form of music... I like my personal opinion is it's repetitive or it feels I, similar. I would agree. And as a musical person, I can say it's repetitive. Now, some people might say like the genre I do like, like I like synth rock, kind of like electric, electrical music from the 90s. Or yeah. I like a lot of movie soundtracks. Maybe people could argue that those sound repetitive. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying that I personally don't like the music. Okay. I so don't then, enjoy how it sounds. Even if the lyrics are good, I just... There's just something in me that's not drawn to it. I just have preferences. So it's about preferences, whether somebody likes a type of music or not. So so the fact, or uh, at least assumption we're making, that everybody likes music, but different people like different things. That's all based on preferences. It's usually based on preference, I would say. Like we went into the, you know, kind of 
like associating it with negative events or how it makes you feel. But mm-hmm. I'd say most of it is just kind of preference. Yeah. People have certain tastes, just like with food. Like, Oh, yeah, that's fair. Like, I can go into, like, a tangent about how emotionally negative it is for me to see an asparagus. <laughs> but Because you you cried for hours sitting at the table. No. I don't want to eat it. I don't, I don't remember my mom, that. My mom did that. Your mom cried at the out at the table for hours. I don't know if she cried, but like as a kid, she she was forced to like sit at the table. So that was her negative emotions with asparagus. So we never had asparagus for me growing up. Uh, we do a little bit now, uh, but that's because she's a good cook and knows how to make it right. That was a side tangent. Yes, but I would say like yes, there are those negative events you can associate with something like if we're going with food. But most of it's just preference and taste. Most people like sweet food. Wow. Most yeah. people like some sort of savory something. Mm-hmm. Not then, everyone likes the taste of specifics. chunky, moldy-looking um, green asparagus tubes. <laughs> so some people, if you you if you're open to eating green slimy tubes, just go ahead. But you know, I'm pretty sure that sounds unappetizing. But you can also say the same for hot dogs. Hot dogs are meat, meat tubes. tubes. Meat tubes. Uh, we should do an episode on food. We will. We'll do. We'll do cheese and other foods. Cheese is its own episode. Cheese is more than food. <laughs> cheese hunks. Cheese hunks. You remember that? I remember our cheese hunk. We're gonna have a cheese hunk episode now. Anyway, <laughs> I don't even remember how we got here from music. I was saying I was associating with preference and then negative events. So what I think you were saying and officially coming to the conclusion of is that everyone likes music. Everyone likes different types of music. Um, But then when it gets to specifics, it gets a little bit more like picky. and It gets trickier. Because like you said, you brought up a good point. Everybody likes sweet food. Everybody might like savory foods. But then... (laughs) I think there's... I can't say everybody, but for the most know, part, pretty much the majority of people like some form of sweet food. So then there is some form of music genre then that everybody likes? No. <laughs> I think most concerned. people like music as a concept. Okay. That music in general. Most people I see. like music. I most see people like food. Most people like sweet food, but the thing is, I can't say the same for music. I would say most people I like tasty music. Tasty music. So so we're so, so there's properties food has that music doesn't. One of those is taste. Music doesn't have a taste. But you have music a taste triggers music. more emotional responses. I would say than food. Mm-hmm. So, um, I can say most people like music that that makes them happy. So. Or just triggers positive emotion, but that genre is pretty unclear. Cause I can be happy listening to metal, usually not with the lyrics, but I I enjoy like just kind of metal because I enjoy like the music, the town it takes to play certain things. So, but that's not to say that everyone likes metal, not or metal makes them happy. Some people might hear metal and just kind of get annoyed. Um, but. I- I'm high. <laughs> I might. I might be one of those people. Okay. Yeah. I. 
it gets overwhelming that you should rethink your music taste (laughs) no so i would just say that it's just preference definitely i think it's your turn to ask a question that was a plethora of questions from me yeah sure um when is that kind of line crossing from music to noise or noise to music Ooh, so more into the mechanics of music so I have a comparison, and we'll see how well it goes. I think presentation, when it comes to music, and presentability, that's a word, yeah, um, is a big part in that type of thing. So, for example, noise could just be like, uh, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll do playing, playing um, music for, the, in this case, um, we can talk about other things other topics under this question afterwards but playing music uh is something you need to prepare for so if it's well done you look nice it it sounds nice it looks nice if you get up in the morning and you dress yourself well you look you look nice so it's about presentation presentation and preparation if i were to get out of bed and not do my hair and maybe not like fasten my belt or um or button my pants, or even button my shirt if I, you know, just kind of slap some clothes so on me. But it it's not prepared. randomness. Huh. I don't think it's randomness, because there's a lot of music that, because music can be predictable, but can also be unpredictable. Okay. So, yeah, there's difference between being lazy and random. Right. So if you're being lazy, that's just mostly just negative. And it's, it can be obvious if you're being lazy you if you're playing sounds, music lazily it might it'll probably sound just sound sloppy. like poo poo yeah but and you can you, tell that but you can have a randomness to music i think that's what makes it so unexpected sometimes yeah so out yeah for me i would say if i'm going in the other direction going from music to just noise mm. it's when it's becoming disarrayed and out of um triggering any sort of like response from you cuz if you or Triggering a positive response from you, because most people, I wouldn't say noise is a form of music. It's just negative if it becomes something that it's not. So if you're okay. playing something very well and then everyone just starts messing up, mm. it's negative and it's no longer become music because it's not organized. So I think okay. I think music is organized, but it doesn't mean it's predictable. So organization would be the line at which we draw. I would say organization and preparedness. Mm -hmm. So do you kind of see what I'm saying about like if you can plan to have music be unpredictable? It's just it's only unpredictable to the audience who hasn't heard it before. Absolutely. So if you listen to a song and you're like, oh, I didn't expect that. That's like something cool. But you like it. It's possible you might not like it, but... It was intentional and and you can tell that it was intentional. But the point is that music randomness isn't the line becoming more and more random you can make it random to the point where it's disorganized but the point is that organization and preparedness i would say is that line so then in playing music uh what about improv i know a lot of i know that there that is a thing that happens when improv jazz music yeah improv you can you can't predict as an audience member what they'll do but if i'm improvising in music i'm doing something that'll fit the general idea of the mood. Okay. Or, and usually that's to associate with key and whatever. And you know if what it's you're in a doing major too. or minor. 
I don't know what I'm doing. That's but the thing. You have the randomness playing music. The randomness so, is only that I don't know where I'll go next. Right. But you, the music itself, I can still make. You know sound the mood. Right. You know the key. You know the time signature. The speed you're supposed to play. And you can change some of that up. The thing is, right. It's more genre. So if I'm playing mm. jazz, it's gonna be like I can pl- just start improvising in jazz, and it's just like, ooh, oh, that sounded nice. Oh, I played kind of weird there. Let's kind of clean that, that up a little yeah. bit. But it still sounds good. It's still jazz. Okay. If I if I just go from jazz heavy metal to heavy metal, that that's that's a shock. The point is not to shock. Oh, okay. So improvising nice. can be like a small shock. Like oh, they're improvising now. I'm I can tell they're doing something different, but it's still jazz. That's why. Or if you go from metal to like. If you go from metal to jazz, vice versa, right? Just being like, and all the, you know, electric (laughs) guitar, and then just someone's playing a cello, someone's playing a saxophone. (laughs) It's a very big shock. It is. So as a player, it's once you, I would say, switch genres, or um, basically it's killing whatever mindset or mood that the music is supposed to be giving people. Yeah. And sometimes that can just be shock. Sometimes that can trigger negative emotions. Also, people who are negatively affected by jazz are weirdos. <laughs> we just lost a lot of viewers. <laughs> no. I wonder what percentage of people dislike jazz. Probably a lot. A large number. Um. Yeah, I think a lot of people just find it kind of annoying. I find it, like, it's, really nice as a musician. It is. It it's, is. It's the... <sighs> It's the structure of jazz that and the talent it takes. It is pleasing to listen to and you can like you my dad says this too. He loves jazz. He can like feel it when that sax player just gets way up there and he's like, Mm Yeah, but some <laughs> people are like, Oh no, a saxophone and, and then they right. just associate it with the shrill noise it makes. From the little sister practicing it. Yes. Okay. See, I I'm just gonna go off on that for a second. Sure. Like, hearing my siblings learn how to play an instrument, the clarinet. I didn't realize how beautiful a clarinet sounded until they got good at playing the clarinet. Or I heard a better clarinetist than them. This may apply. The instrument that does not is the recorder. (laughs) The recorder can never sound good. Never, ever. It can sound good when thrown into a trash can (laughs) and crushed forever. It makes a nice crushing noise. It makes a nice noise when it's broken. Because yeah, then yeah. it's the noise signaling that it will make no more noise. And it's such a great feeling. I just like... <sighs> it's recorder season Finally at school rest. right now for one of my sisters. Oh. Like all year. Who knew they would be doing recorder all year? I only did recorder for like two months. I know. And now all of a sudden it's all year. That's all I'll say. Okay. Uh, my next question is how has music changed over time? And that can be with genre, responses, however you want to take it. So I ask the same question. Uh, so I will add I will add to it that it might not necessarily... Well, I'll ask, is it discovering better things or like the change, just people trying to be creative? No, I don't think people are... I think people are becoming more creative. I don't think music was ever not creative, though. Because music right. in itself is an art, right. which... 
requires creativity. But I think it's just people found different ways to do it. But and none are better. Trying to find different styles. Exactly. I was gonna say none are better. It's simply people trying to uh change things up a bit from time to time and then, you know, having it cycle back through. And then again it gives like a nostalgic vibe to it when you when you hear something older or if you can implement that into something that's newer if that makes sense too sure um how about just old music what what defines old music like i, I think that you know? is subjective so well actually it depends it depends on how if it's not if it's at. not someone singing cuz we can associate singing with their age okay. and if they're alive or it's not or whatever it is it's but if we're talking about just music how can you listen to music and know that it's older i think different tr- different trends came up in music as uh, the years progress so uh, it's hard, it is hard to say like how hard, hard to put a finger on it and like talk about it but it it has to do with trends and how that changes over the years, just like clothing, except clothing cycles back. Um, does that that, does that kind of answer? It does. Um, but if I'm listening to... Like, the thing is, we have modern interpretations of music, too. Right. So it's like our saying, always looping back. I think clothing styles start to loop back, hairstyles start to kind of like come back into fashion not everything right but in terms of music i think it's very cultural okay where things just come from Hmm. so i can associate i can tell the difference between um 60s you know 60s rock or something and modern rock yeah it's just a different feel i don't know what it is i think it doesn't trigger a different emotional response it's more so like there's not. It's just the audio quality, maybe. There's audio quality. I see what you're saying. And if there's no that. lyricists, no people singing, how can I tell that it's old music? Like if you just like if you play ten things back on a recording, and I listen to them, and the idea is to guess if they're written in the last thirty years or not. Um, how can I do? The thing is. In my experience, I can identify music pretty well to like just say if it's older or newer. Okay, um, just like just like I would say, opera music is typically an older genre. Right, you don't even though I don't understand operas. the singing. <laughs> I admire the talent. This is just kind of a side thing. I admire the talent it takes to sing opera because how loud you have to sing over an orchestra. But anyways, I would associate with that being more seventies to nineties. And right. maybe earlier at some points, but I don't hear very much of opera music being enjoyed widely anymore. I hear a lot more hip hop being enjoyed. Right, just just hip hop enjoyed by that cheese, especially by the cheese. The cheese very much liked it. But what about the time before they had hip hop? Um, what did the cheese like? So I don't know actually what the cheese used to like. I think they used to just not have music. And oh, then, yeah. And then one day there was like a cheese farmer that was like, hey, you want some music? You want some bops to jam to? And the cheeses were like, yeah. Cheese said yes. So he played for them Canon in D. And that song, that... And the cheese immediately molded. <laughs> that is such an old, like, 
an old what's even Classical. the word an old pass passage in music I would say or uh just a hunk of music that like you hear it to even even today and people are still coming up with alterations and modifications to it. I think that's what gives it uniqueness. Originality okay. versus personal takes. I think personal takes usually give a reflection of the person's taste in music. Okay. So if a person has a spinoff that they want to do, it's usually a spinoff that they like how it sounds, mm-hmm. not something they hate how it sounds. Like, yeah, I'm going to do a my own take on how I don't want the song to sound. No, <laughs> it's not how it goes. It's usually going to reflect a lot of the person's you know, interest in how they think the song could go. And that's what kind of gives the beauty and originality to music. Okay. So then would you would you be able to tell that that really old song is really old with more of a modern take on it? Uh, if I recognize the song. If you give me a song that someone has their own take on that I'm unfamiliar with, I might have a more difficult time. Right. I can mostly just associate different sounds with different times. More, you know, kind of emotional classical piano tends to be older and more modern hip hop is modern. Now if we're going back to nineties it's more grunge. So it's more genre specific is how I can tell. But the thing is it's more just cultural what's happening around you for the majority. So I don't listen to very much modern music. Right. I can tell when it is modern, but more of my music is older that's not just because I know that it was written in 1970 or older, whatever I'm yeah. listening to. It's just that the, the culture at the time was different. So I'm hearing it just a different time. Do you think there's dramatic changes in, like, quote-unquote, new music? So would something from 2018 sound drastically different than something than something from today? So we're doing we're shortening the timeline. Yeah. So within with I had to do that math. Within four years, uh, could something change entirely? Uh, I think change is maybe a little more gradual. I would say more generational. It so change like more like every fifteen years, okay. ten to fifteen. But now I it, could I could tell the difference between a twenty two thousand eight two thousand ten song. Okay. Which is, I don't know, I can't give a good example. I don't know, maybe like Smash Mouth or something, right? Uh-huh. Some, uh, what's it called? The, whatever, somebody once told me. All-Star. All-Star, yeah. I can tell the difference that All-Star is a different timeline than 2022 when it's more like, I don't know, like The weekend or something. Okay. Um, So I would say the increments are just a little bit larger. So is but what it, would you say for I'm, shorter? What I'm trying to figure out is if it's gradual or if it's sudden i think it's gradual i'd say it's gradual there can be sudden shocks like if somebody wants to just come out and try something completely random yeah but i think it usually is slightly to do there's always like a slight string to what's happening at the moment so if someone like i think right now the world or maybe just our culture i would say typically is known for its hip-hop kind of wave, right? Now, if someone came out with some incredible classical music, I don't think that it would be a big hit. 
Yeah, I would agree. It can agree. be incredible. I just don't think that's where it's the world is at because it's way for. too grad. It's way too sudden. Okay. So it's it's more gradual, and it's just it's taking it slow. And I say that for a couple different things too, like like I don't know, like food or something. Okay. Relationships like, are a lot like music, taking it slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It doesn't work if it's too sudden. Yes, I'm just going to pull out the ring in my pocket. <laughs> Marry me. Uh, Asher, it's been two months. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't like the gradual or the sudden change? No, I think it's it's better to take things. So music is the same way. I don't know. That was a random thing I thought of. Sure. Random comparison. Okay. Could, uh, I'll ask a question. Yes. Uh, could personality type or like not even personality type, just the personality of a person, could that play into their uh, taste of music? Um, the thing is, a lot of people more have association with music. Right. So they associate certain genres with certain events or just certain feelings. Um, but personality, like give me a personality example just so I can think of something. Like if there's somebody who is a little bit more fidgety and I don't want to say destructive and disruptive, but just an aggressive personality. Yeah. I think aggressive personalities um, tend to be more confident. Like they're just more like, yeah, it, it, could, it might agree. not be a healthy confidence, but if it, even if it is a healthy confidence, people, it's like music. That's like more like firm and like mm. maybe quick, just like an oomph to the music. Okay. And like it gives them more confidence. The thing is, uh-huh. I can't associate different genres with certain personalities because maybe an aggressive person feels more um, vulnerable, maybe? Feels more vulnerable listening to classical music than if they're listening to rap or something. The thing is, I'm a, f- would you say I'm a fairly calm person? Yes. I have a taste for certain rap music mm-hmm. because it can, you know, make me feel more, I don't know, like aggressive and like fast or something. It'll help. It's a, it'll generate an emotion in me that I'm not familiar with, but it's like I like how what it does. However, it's not who I am. So if we're giving, if we're trying to do something that associates your personality with the music to match, right? I, as a calm person. Uh, I enjoy music soundtracks the most. I think they're pretty like emotional, like and they're unpredictable. Okay, and they're just kind of intense. But I also, but they're not like super fast paced all the time. I'm okay, more of a yeah. calmer person. Whereas some people really enjoy rap and metal, and usually they come across as people as um, maybe slightly more intense or like bold. So do you think you would be able to guess what type of music somebody listens to based on their personality? Somewhat. The thing is, now that I think about it, I can't say for sure. Right. Because I enjoy some rap music, and that's just not mm-hmm. in direct, in direct like, linkage to my my personality. Um, so I would say that there's not really a, a way to predict what someone would like. I just say there's there's just kind of chances. So 
explain to me your personality. Like, if you can give me one word, just so I can kind of associate something. Um. <laughs> See, this is. I mean, difficult. just first I word just, on your mind. So I'm gonna try and guess a music you like, or just give me a random one. So like, kind of like perfectionist and also like in control okay so i'm gonna guess you enjoy certain structured music that's hmm. that's um how would i phrase this like predictable i can't say predictable because being like a perfectionist or like you care about your work i think just well thought out music yeah um, so if i'm gonna give a genre because i can there's some well thought out music and there's some like I think most music has some thought go into it mm-hmm. but well thought out like as you're a person who plays an orchestra right i play the cello if you play the cello you tend to enjoy i think you enjoy it most when people are playing correctly <laughs> <laughs> yeah um classical is very intentional Right. I can't say you love classical but I, I think don't just you, like get home and oh I need some tunes classical. No, I think you you appreciate certain music but I yes, can't predict absolutely. it. Absolutely. So you I think like and I think it's fairly similar to me in terms of like I I enjoy music that's like well thought out and like played well. I I enjoy the talent part of it. Mm. Um not that's not specifically just talent. I just I I just like seeing, or I like hearing music that'll that I know was you know thought out well. Yeah, and you can tell by the production quality that it was thought out well. Mm-hmm. Like it's not any like crappy distorted microphone or I I just everything's like quality. in time. I like quality, but that doesn't mean I like every music in good quality. Okay, yeah, I I understand what you're saying, but I can't predict what music you like. I just would say if you're a perfectionist, you tend to enjoy music of better quality. Whereas some people might not be a perfectionist. They don't really care how it sounds. They just care how, like, maybe the, what the lyrics are saying. Yeah. All right. My question, we started to answer this, but why does music trigger an emotional response at times? Uh, I think it goes back to experiences. So if you had an emotional experience like oh this is such a good time it's so happy for me to be i don't know like like this let's let's go for a wedding the song at someone's wedding might make them cry of happiness whenever they hear it because it leads back to the memory of a good time sure or the song that they hear at a funeral could make them sad and start tearing up because the sadness and sorrow of losing a person and knowing that, oh, they may have really liked that song. But I, yeah, there's that. There's the thing is a song can sound nice at a funeral, like that you might not associate with being at a funeral. Uh It's just personal, like maybe experiences with the song. So I, what if I had a terrible experience at weddings? What if like someone got Mm. shot at my wedding or something? And now when I hear Canon and D, you I'm like, like oh no, that's the, the and I just song. like the shooting song. There is that too. So, ex- which again is just experiences. But then there's some music and there's songs that tell a story or that they give a different vibe of music. So, 
let's take Canon and D generally a happy sounding song uh, that would lead to happy, cheerful moods, which goes loops back into moods, what we were talking about at the beginning. Um, and then, again, I'll say Canon and D. Uh, if it were played in a minor key, would it... Would it so now we're getting into minor and major. <laughs> minor and major. Does a minor key mean a minor experience? No. Or a negative experience? No. That's true. No. no I find no. a lot of minor pieces very beautiful, but it's beautifully sad usually. Right. Minor is very like most songs that are sad are in a minor key. And if they are in a major key, like it's usually association. So if I listen yeah. to a song in D minor, it's not going to make me feel like super joyous and excited, but I can appreciate the talent and like the uh, beauty of it because it has its own beauty. Yeah. But major keys are typically super like, maybe not super upbeat, but they're typically you know just happier sounding. Mm-hmm. So major and minor key just kind of triggers different responses, and I don't, I don't have a reason why major is happy and minor is sad. It's, I think a lot of it has to do with speed Okay. of playing. Yeah. Not always, but I really... You just kind minor, of know when you listen to minor it. Minor could sound like aggressive, too. It can, like take yeah. the final countdown. That's in a minor Yeah, but key. It's, I think it's a fun song. It is. So it's not necessarily There's exceptions. I don't, right. Yeah. That's an example to prove that there are exceptions. Yeah. I can't just say, though, that major and minor make you feel happy or sad. I just say typically I would just say typically that major is happier sounding, major or minor is sadder sounding. But that just, there's no specifics for it. Yeah, there's so much to dive into that. And I think too. I think we just associate that with preference too is that like no one likes a specific uh you can't predict what people like based on personality always mm-hmm. you can have guesses but i don't say there's predictability in people and preference i don't think music is predictable either all the time so everybody this is like a separate thought kind of to conclude um there's like nostalgic situations per se in different types of music would you agree like association like yeah i usually associate nostalgia with the past as a whole yeah so remembering a song type thing yeah or i don't know what are you getting at like everybody has this song in engraved in them and they only need to hear the first word oh so like if i were to go like some yeah, you, body, you know yeah. what song I'm talking about. It's an older song. It is. When, what's the thing? It's when you first hear it, you yeah. don't get it until it's played later. I think a lot of us just not hearing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, and it's just such a unique way to start a song. Another example. Um, I, think mem- I think nostalgia and being memorable is just when a song is slight, not always, usually more shocking. So when you hear All Star for the first time, it's like, whoa, 
Okay. That's interesting. It's an interesting song. Maybe some people never found that song interesting. <laughs> I think it's just such a like well-known song yeah. in our in our age. It is, and there's jokes to be made about it. There's also jokes to be made about uh, the Rick Astley song. Yes. Um, one of these days, we're going to Rickroll our <laughs> entire listening group. <laughs> I was going to say, should we Rickroll them, or should we end with All-Star? <laughs> <laughs> we should do something. <laughs> but but what would you say for old people, like older, just older people, What what makes a song nostalgic for them because we haven't experienced maybe mm. as much of the music they think is nostalgic. Again, it's just, I guess, dating back longer uh, and back to, like, there was, there had to be a song of their time. Like, if that makes sense, they, as music changes, as people develop and change, music develops and changes. That's why I think the change is gradual and that's through generations. That's mm. why you don't see distinct generational um, differences. It's more like, or like the 15 year point doesn't happen and then suddenly everyone is different. Right. I just think, I just would say that like it's just slightly more gradual. Like gradual. I can tell if someone's born in the 80s and 90s, and then I can tell 2000s. If I'm not going to look physically, it's more what they talk about. Okay. So someone could be born in the 60s and talk like they're from the 90s, but that usually doesn't happen. It's just what people... It's If people are just going purely what was happening in the times, you can guess what time they grew up in. Yeah. I think that about loops back. Yeah, it wraps it up. I think music as a whole has gradual change, and that change is... Usually beautiful. Sometimes it's not. Right. Like, yeah. Yes, but um, music is beautiful. That's a good consensus, a good conclusion. I would agree with that as a musician and someone who likes to listen to music. Yes, as a musical musician who enjoys music. Can you be a musician and not enjoy music? Um... I think so. You could if be you're forced to do it. <laughs> right. You could know. be a great mathematician and hate doing math. Yeah. But that's a topic for another time. Absolutely. Well, thank you to all of our devoted listeners for listening to it, making it through another episode of the SchmitzCon show. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, we leave community connection thing type type cards in uh this in your Spotify feed. So you can respond to some of those. You can send us an email to schmitzconshow at gmail.com or you can leave a voice message through Anchor. Any of those ways would be fun to hear from you. Until next time, I'm Joshua. I'm Asher. Ah, stay informed. Until next time, I'm Joshua. I'm Asher. Stay informed and and always always loop back. back. And this is like where we come out post show podcast. Yeah. Do you re- do you realize? I don't know if you listen to it, but I put any like type of blooper into a, the end of the show. Yeah, I usually see that. Sometimes is this going to be the the cheese one? The cheese one. The cheese. So we are cheese should, side talks. Should we actually? <laughs>
She's side talks on the Schmitz kind of show. <laughs> Our, we're gonna just have a whole like collection, like a montage of just us talking about cheese for no reason. That we are cheese episode. We I have think a fascination with cheese. Should our next episode be cheese? How can we do it on cheese? We're gonna talk about cheese culture, cheese history, we <laughs> wars in which cheese fought valiantly. We had no idea we could do an episode on music. Yeah, we just finished one, and it was a longer episode. Yeah. Uh, Let's so try cheese next time. Cheese is gonna be at least two hours. So, if any of our listeners <laughs> hear this part, be prepared. Be excited. There's no other emotion you you would or should feel just about listen. an episode about cheese for two hours. <laughs> there is no other emotion. Only excitement Ecstatic should be going into our cheese. Joyous. You should be jumping yeah. up and down, exclaiming and praising. You should arms be lifted <laughs> to the sky in full joy. That's over, the only acceptable response. If not, if not, we don't want you listening. Yeah. We pick our just audience get, and get friends out. wisely. Get, get out. We ah. discriminate heavily on the SchmitzCon show. And if you feel uncomfortable, good. Because we're going <laughs> to weed out the bad listeners. That's how we do it. Well, once again, since we were kind of banging on the microphones uh, with them muted, let's actually try it. So thanks for listening to the SchmitzCon show. So we're just talking through the. We're talking during the music. The mu- it's we're kind supposed of a weird to not thing. be talking right we're now. Not, it's supposed to be. Not, this is supposed to be so completely we don't silent. Mute the microphones. Have a nice day.